Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com covered. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame, and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello, dear ones. It's time for a juicy one. I'm hoovering with a crossfitter for the first time. And she's also, for me personally, one of my favourite influences on the whole internet just now, too. If not my absolute favourite, there, I said it, on par with Susie Dent on Twitter. I'd say this woman is on Instagram. It's the properly excellent Bethany Robinson. Um, Thanks for listening to Hoovering. For listening alone, you have won my heart. My best thing you can do is keep listening. And my second best thing you can do is spread the word about it. One way to do that is to subscribe to the podcast. Another way is to leave it a five-star review. Go on. Another way to do it is to say, excuse me, have you heard of the Hoovering podcast? To someone else. Um, But that one, that third one sounds tiring, doesn't it? Um... (laughs) Feel free to just subscribe and leave a five-star review. Um, Maybe a a tweet. Um, Anyway, my other things I need to tell you about, and I'm sorry to wang on about it, but um, I'm doing a hoovering live at the Mac Fest Comedy Festival in McHuntleth in Wales. I can't say it. All right, I can't say it. Sorry, Welsh friends. It's on the 1st of May. It's at four o'clock. My preview at that festival of my new show, Wench, has totally sold out ages ago. Um, But there are tickets still to come see me. Hoover Live with um, Welsh brilliant comedian guests, Esith Sears and Priya Hall. Oh, and I'm getting some quite exciting and interesting stuff for us to eat. Um, We will have fun. You can bring snacks. Tickets for that and also for my upcoming tour are available at my website, jessicafosterq.com. The upcoming tour is of my new show, Wench. I'm taking it to the Edinburgh Festival for the whole of August and then um, on tour all around the UK and soon some Irish dates are coming also. Dates being added all the time. Tickets are going delightfully fast, actually. So, yeah, crack on. If if you can see that there's one near you, do, do, don't, um, don't, don't be all chill about it. Um, crack on and get a ticket please I would absolutely love to have you there I'm really really enjoying putting this show together Um, I mean I think it's going to be quite silly and fun I'm going to have a great time doing it it's got an inflatable item in it at this stage I can't say whether that will still be in it when it comes to the tour but that's what I'm mucking about with right now although I've made that sound very bawdy it's going to be clever as well alright shush okay um, last things last if you love this podcast and you have spare money can you go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod and give me up to like as little as two quid a month I'll give you stuff like discounts to live shows guest recipes and loads of exclusive content in exchange for your hard earned cash thank you to those 
those of you who are already my patron. You are the lifeblood, quite literally paying the guests so that I can have really interesting conversations with brilliant people. You are um, you are supporting me to have the time to do the research, to get such brilliant guests. And on that note, let's get into this one. Bethany, you might not have heard of her yet. You might not hear of her at all if you're not interested in CrossFit, um, but I bet this episode makes you interested in it. She lives in beautiful Cornwall, so um, we hoovered um, some Eastery chocolate things, <laughs> as is the time, over the Zooms, um, just from the chaos of our own homes. Um, a quick warning that both uh, bodily weight um, and calories are mentioned in number form, in case you're needing to avoid that today. Oh, I had missed. It's been a while, I think, since I had one of these, like, talking about strong women with a strong woman conversation. And I, you'll hear how giddy I am. We have a lot of fun. And hopefully you're about to, too. Let's have it. Thank you for doing this. I, I haven't ever okay. had... I've had all sorts of people on this podcast from, like... I've had a fair few sort of... I mean, I, I initially got into lifting and then crossfit took over yeah really accident actually and i want to get into everything um but you're so the crossfitter i've had on That's oh no fun. way yeah because i think it's um well it's a funny old world isn't it and i think because i as for reasons will i'm sure get into hate anything to do with shrinking and diets and that I think actually yeah. it's been easier to talk to I talked to a yachtswoman who'd had to eat these gross pouches for three months out on a epic, like um oh tour whatever they're called and that was amazing but like I've talked to weightlifters and strong women and stuff like that where ultimately yeah. the shrinking side of exercise is irrelevant yeah. um, whereas I think in CrossFit it's it, not can, helpful. It, it can get more complicated but we'll, we'll get into that yeah. first things first <laughs> I've I know got opinions yeah, and I want to hear them and I already know I love them from your sorry, Instagram sorry I've just taken my socks off fair enough <laughs> my feet were getting really hot I've got sensory issues and sometimes I'm just like I need to take my socks off absolutely fair fucks well but it's, it's a it's, you You've got storms. I'm in a really sunny, sweaty conservatory. You'd be foot naked. I'll be top yeah. naked. No one will ever know. It's a podcast. No, yeah, um, it's fine. I want to just quickly eat some chocolate before we move on, because I know we're both near to chocolate. And if you're anything like yeah. me, I don't want to just sort of sit next to I've it for like, a really long no. time. Well, I, I kind of cheated. I've got like a mocha. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I was going to yes. have a coffee and I thought I'd just make myself a mocha and then I'm kind of having chocolate because I couldn't wait. I was like, I need to. That's great. Oh, fine. So you've had some of your chocolate. Well, it's Easter looms or, or maybe will have loomed actually by the time this goes out. I can't remember. I've got yeah. um, something I saw but oh. didn't fancy. So I'm, but I'm going to try and come to it with nice. an open mind. A dairy milk hot cross bun. Hot cross cinnamon bun crunch. That sounds good. With raisins and a cinnamon crunch. That's, I, I would eat that. Yeah, I think there's. <laughs> I love dairy milk, but I think maybe they've done a. That's a themic stretch too far to. Because I don't know. Have you tried any of? I don't the, know. Like, I had a really weird one the other day. It had like it was like a selection box. It had you know the cream uh, chocolates, but it had mm. like uh, pineapple and then like the strawberry one, the orange cream. So each little segment had the cream in it, and that was a dairy milk. I can't remember what it was called. It was the weirdest fucking thing. Was it nice? <laughs> yeah, but also no. <laughs> like you. <laughs> You'd have a few and you're like, this is really good. And then you'd move on to like the later ones, like the pineapple, and you're like, yeah. do I like it? Or is this weird? Like, do I want to spit it out? I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. I think sometimes they can be a bit overly wacky. You know, when someone's yeah. sort of it sometimes like novelty chocolate feels like the sort of person who'd like go, I'm really yeah. crazy. I'm just mad. And you're like, no. Oh, do you know, I like the, it's the marvelous creations ones that have got the popping candy and all the random sweets yeah. in it. Like, that's a bit yeah. of me. I love that. That's our favorite. Yeah. Yeah. You're into it, is it? Okay, yeah. fair enough. I love popping candy. <laughs> I'm a fuss bag. I like, I really like orange and chocolate. Yeah. I really like, um, Popping candy's a good shout. I love honeycomb in there. But other than that, I'm a big fussy bitch. Big fussy bitch. Um, but, and then I've got some mini eggs to cleanse my palate because I think they were the best oh, thing. Oh, nice. You I didn't have they're... bags of mini eggs, so I've got, I've got a mini egg yogurt. Yeah, <laughs> I'll enjoy but that. But it sounds good. I think the, the yogurt is like chocolate. Yeah. Not Which, would you so. pop that open at the same time as I open this bag? Because I think one of my favourite things about mini eggs yeah. is the aroma. 
I think it's the best smelling <laughs> chocolate yeah. there is. Oh my god, we had like fake milk because our school makes desserts every so often. They made yeah. the like little nest with the eggs in it, and there was a whole yes. debate over whether they were real or fake. I knew instantly they were fake because they didn't smell yeah. like the real thing. Exactly. Even the M and S ones haven't <laughs> replicated the smell. No, exactly. no one can. Right, it's we're like opening. In, we're opening it. I've got a little lid though. So oh, it's hit me straight away. Oh, oh, oh. oh you know like oh, how sometimes weightlifters sniff like those like salts just before they do a big lift. Yeah. Imagine if you or me went up next time we're going for a one rep max and be like, up some mini eggs. Okay, pat my back, slap my back. I've up my sniffer mini eggs. I'd love that. I the little crack thing. I've not got oh, many. That's sad. I've got I have. four. No, five. Oh, fuck, there we go. I'm sorry. That's... Oh, I'm glad they gave you a few, and I see, and then you have to tip it into the chocolate. Yeah, I quite like that. I like that moment. That's fun. I've got those as well, though. I've got the... Because they didn't have any cream eggs. Apparently, right. they can't get them at my local shop. I've got Hershey's what? cookies and cream egg, and then a caramel Cadbury's egg. Okay, well, they both look delicious. I'm particularly interested in the Hershey's one, because that's hit and miss Hershey's, then. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, gone for yeah. Then. Um, I am. Um, I've gone straight in for a minute. I couldn't keep holding them. Um, oh fuck me! They're fucking good. They're so fucking good. Mmm. That's the um sophisticated level of um food describing that happens on this podcast. Mm. Mm. Oh, oh, the yogurt's actually amazing. Is it? It's not Is yogurt. It it's it's like mooch. Yeah. Oh, okay. look at that. Fuck. Oh. My mouth watered because you showed me that mousse. Sorry. And the mouth watering mingled with the mini egg. And if anything, it was like a sort of a self-made mini egg latte. Fuck. <laughs> I think um, cup of tea is really nice with um, Easter mm. shot. Mm. I'm not sure it reminds me of chocolate overload with the mocha. I'm not sure if that was a good idea, but it's fine. Oh, I don't know. I haven't had a mocha. I haven't had a mocha for ages. I need to sort that out. Mm. Okay, I'm going to try it. I get the like shitty sachets from Audi because <laughs> I yeah. like reduced my coffee intake because it was making my anxiety worse I hear because <laughs> so, they're really weak on like caffeine right. and then they do like vanilla latte flavours and like mochas so I just thought nice. I'd treat myself to those yeah lovely yeah. good old Audi because they feel a bit more fancy I'm really tickled they're really that not local that, like, shops pen. told you we can't get hold of any of them cream eggs I know <laughs> As if they're, it's as like if the classic like, collector's like, edition. And yeah, they've gone in there and asked for something incredibly them. niche. It's a we week from Easter. What are they though. thinking? <laughs> yeah. No, they can't go. It's not like you've rocked up on December 21st, is it? We it's don't like, even have a Nando's down here, though. Like, we're in limited supply of a lot of mm. things. It's a sad effect. In my, I've moved now, but my last house, one of the major selling points for me to rent it was that there was. And I, yeah, having grown up somewhere where we didn't even have a McDonald's, but there was a Nando's at the end of the road. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God, that's amazing. I yeah, love Nando's. Really good. I love Nando's. Um, right. I'm going to try hot cross bun flavour bit of... Oh, she's melty. I'm going <laughs> straight in for two pieces. Oh, no, because of the sun. Yeah. Mmm. Okay. Mm. I want to know what it's like. See if we can get because we, we love being my partner. Love chocolate bars like that. Okay. We get all the different flavors, and like that was that weird one that we tried the other day. We really mm. like the dime bar one, so yeah, it has to be good to make it into like the favorites pile. <laughs> I love the dime bar one. Mm. 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 That's like my top in my top three. I think I had no desire to try this, and I'm having <laughs> a great time. Is it good? Yeah, the raisins. The crunchy bits, crunchy. Cinnamon crunch. Yeah. That sounds there good. is a little bit of cinnamon crunch, and like, but they're, they've gone quite sparing with that. But I'm fine with yeah. that. I haven't had just a, like, um, just one with ju- just chocolate with just raisins in it for ages. Well, I'm not oh, going to have to absolutely <laughs> smash this, otherwise it's just melting all into my laptop. Mm. You could like squeeze it thing. out like one of them gel sachets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have done that before. <laughs> that was, um, so it. I take, when you're at a CrossFit competition, you know, mm. obviously need a lot of calories and yeah. I can eat chocolate no matter what. Like I find it hard to eat Haribo. Lots of people eat Haribo, but mm. I've made the mistake of taking chocolate to like a oh, no. sunny one <laughs> and then it's melted it. and I've just had to squeeze it into my mouth. <laughs> just squeezing a liquid yeah. boost. That is brilliant. It works. It totally works. Oh, that is tasty. 
I can show you then. You can see a tiny bit of the crunch. That looks so good. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really dissecting yeah, like- it. I didn't think this was going to be anywhere near as good. I think they've gone really subtle on the cinnamon. It's actually a really clever move. <laughs> I only get the cinnamon right at the very cinnamon end. In a- they don't really no. do cinnamon in chocolate, do they? Like no, and that's really tasty, that's but it's really, it's really only just there, which is probably perfect. Because otherwise you're bordering upon Christmassy flavours-wise. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, and it has to taste Eastery. I got annoyed this year with, because I love a hot cross bun. Yeah. I love a hot cross bun. It makes me think of my granddad. Um, my, my granddad, the Dorset one, he died when I was nine, but when I was tiny, oh. he used to pick me up from school with my nana and we'd go for a TTC, which is what he called a toasted tea cake. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> a tiny little calf that isn't there anymore called the honeybee. And, um, Cute. Yeah, they're so nice. But this year, it's like, again, someone in marketing has gone, well, we know it works, but how could we ruin that? And so everywhere's got like novelty hot cross buns, haven't they? Like salted mm. caramel and pecan or like triple chocolate hot cross bun or wow. uh, it's an apple and a pineapple hot cross bun. And that, it's that's not... so weird. Yeah. No, we aren't, we aren't getting that down here, actually. That's not something I've seen. We've yeah. had them at school, but they're just the traditional ones. But yeah. Mm. Good. I'm glad. I'm it's, not, it's not reached formal yet. Yeah. <laughs> As Fair with enough. everything. And cream Fair enough. Okay. I mean, let's get into it. I don't know. Oh. We could go straight to the big talk. <laughs> Cut out all the small <laughs> talk. I don't know. I feel like maybe I need to give you a tiny bit of backstory on me um you're a crossfit absolute wizard um i love crossfit i'm in love with crossfit um mm-hmm. i'll definitely flirt with the word addiction i think it's very addictive um yeah. but it brings me joy so um uh for context um i um have a very very historically tricky relationship with eating personally lots of yeah. disordered eating um um I've I've tried all the types, um, and then um, I've always loved. Same. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. I've always loved um, m- movement that I found fun, um, but I've I've never um, enjoyed really enjoyed any kind of exercise because I was always doing it to shrink, um, yeah. and so it always made me. Ultimately, it was always very quite faddy, and it was always punitive, um, and. Yeah, that I had. It took me thirty something years to realise that was sucking the joy out of anything and stopping any kind of movement of my body yeah. from being sustainable because my motivations were all fucked. And I think um, I hear That's and see fair. a lot of people really sort of tra- trapped in that still. And, and I think for some people, you know, for some people it, that can work as a motivation, I guess. But for me, it was just a big red flag. Of, it was a miserable way to be. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then it took a sort of epiphany, uh, which was a mixture of sort of hit, a bit of hitting rock bottom, some brilliant therapy, reading some great writers, um, including the wonderful minds behind intuitive eating and health for every size, um, yes. uh, and and anyone preaching body acceptance really. Uh, and in doing so, first I found weightlifting, and now CrossFit. Um, um, That's so cool. Yeah, and um, but I mean, I also. I feel like I come at, I'm, I'm very lucky to train at a box that's run by women who are all about functional performance. There's no, um, there's no mirrors, comments on people's bodies are discouraged. It's no, there's no absolute rules, but it's just not the vibe. And actually, I that's think even so when good. people come to the box and go like, man, one of my main aims is to lose weight. I think they go, well, we're not going to say don't do that. Um, and we can put point in the direction of nutritionists if, you, if you're interested yeah. in that. But from our point of view, we would recommend, and they post on social media, we'd recommend what would, would it be like if you focused initially just on getting fitter and stronger? If you just focus on that and take weight loss out of the goals. Anyway, oh God, I'm getting really yeah. deep. I've told you all my gubbins. So, um, <laughs> that was okay, so, I'm interested. Um, but when it comes to body, body sort of acceptance stuff, I've still got fucking, absolutely fucking loads to do of yeah. work-wise, even though I I, I've like made a leap to bounds so... of in front, but. It's so hard to undo all of that mm. shit that you've been taught over all of those yeah. years. And it's so ingrained in so many people that you're around all the time. It's yeah. so hard to get out of. So 100%. like credit to you for even trying to get out of that mindset. Oh, because fuck. like I mean, you say, people coaster, struggle, don't they? It's, yeah. Many I think I'm really chilled. I think I'll be like, oh, I'm so far down the line. And then someone I love and admire and have been enjoying training with for months will be like, oh, no, I mean, I, I don't want to get big legs. And I'll be like, oh, <laughs> 
And I have like oh, a really God. massive oversensitive reaction to that where I'd be like, well, you fucking, I'm right here. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't think that's oversensitive though. Like saying something like that around somebody that has big legs yeah. I don't think is okay because it's like there's a, there's a lady at work who's always going about how fat she is mm-hmm. and it's like she's not at all yeah. but like I'm right next to her way bigger than her and it's like yeah. it's not okay to yeah. make comments because it does affect people and like all of my eating disorders stem from my mum making those comments about her own body when she was actually thin so oh crikey yeah. what growing yeah. up yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about eating growing up then. Let's start yeah. with that. You okay. you go. I feel like I've absolutely hogged the mic. <laughs> no, it's okay. So, um, yeah, basically when I was a kid, uh, my mum was quite obsessed with her weight and she always had this thing in her mind where she wanted to be nine to four because when she was married, she was nine to four. Oh, and, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was 12 stone by the time I was tw- 13. And I was really tall. I was five foot nine. And I was skinny. I was like... For a size six to eight um, oh, so I was like Christ. break thin just yeah. tall uh, but I thought I was fat because I was 12 stone <laughs> which is ridiculous um, and people around me were telling me that I was too heavy like it was just this constant narrative and then also seeing things on TV like how to lose weight programs they're yeah. all like oh my god I'm 12 stone and I'm like I'm 12 stone does that mean I'm huge yeah um and and the problem was that I think from it's been explained to me through having therapy is that the my brain sort of detached from like what I actually look like and what I perceive what I look like and then I ended up with body dysmorphia um, and I used to see all these photos of me and think I had like not that there's anything wrong with having belly rolls because they're totally normal but mm. I was like oh my god I'm like the worst person in the world like you can see my fat on my stomach and I'm really thin <laughs> and yeah. it was just like so heartbreaking looking back at those photos now and seeing that I like had all these things about my body that wasn't it wasn't true like none of the yeah. things I was seeing was even there so yeah and like I, I ate really healthy, really well growing up, grew up on a farm and we had loads of like big portions, like really nutritious meals, yeah, yeah. like nourish yourself, like really good narrative around food apart from um, like chocolate and treats. Like we weren't allowed any of it. It was all banned out of the oh, house. Really? Yeah. So that definitely obviously had a negative impact on me later yeah. on when I started to eat those things and um, like we get told off if we stole like biscuits from the cupboard or whatever. So, and I just, I was just hungry. I was like a growing girl. I did loads yeah. of sports so um, yeah that definitely all played into the fact that I obviously later developed eating disorders but it's so succinct <laughs> isn't it really early on which I think I mean I've got a six year old it's really to, it's really hard to not do at all to, yeah. I found to not sow the seed at all of that language even of yeah. reward or treat or yeah. uh, restriction it is yeah. really fucking hard to avoid it at all but if you've got an absolute ban on it then it's you know how could anybody possibly um not associate those foods with guilt and shame exactly <laughs> you know, it's really yeah. hard, rather than like having a new dish a different nutritional value to yeah. the stuff you're encouraged to f- use it as fuel exactly yeah, and take joy yeah. from yeah. And it was just completely not allowed in the house. And my mum's excuse was like, oh, we don't eat that stuff. But it's like, because we never ate that stuff, it was like it was banned. And then when it wasn't banned, yeah. uh, that's all I ate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, when I went to uni, obviously, I, I ended up struggling more with food and, like, binge eating. And obviously, yeah. ended up with bulimia because I would binge on these foods that had been banned for so long. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then just have all of that guilt and shame that I felt because I wasn't allowed those foods and I shouldn't have been eating those foods. And that's all of that's not true. But yeah. I didn't know that at the time, obviously. So, yeah. <laughs> ah, it's, um, it's so hard, I think. And it's, um, it's, I always, I love talking to people about how like, well, the struggles, and the struggle is real. And they, <laughs> I think but I've also, had more than my fair share, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. It is what it is, isn't it? But also, it's, I'm really interested in how people have found a way out. Because I think as well, lots of people listen to this with that in mind. Like, it's a different yeah. thing to love. To, to com- I love eating so much, but it's so complicated. Um, for so many people, and it's still safe to say f- for so many women. Mm. Um I don't know. I, 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 it's not hopeless either, is it? Because no. I mean, presumably, I'm in a you much have a better much place better now. place with the relationship with eating. Yeah. 
And um, and does that tie into? Because I, well, yeah. I mean, and I love finding out how people got there. And so you did mention therapy. Yeah, the therapy happened kind of during the pandemic and like later on though. Amazing. Um, it's been a whole journey with the food situation. Yeah. There's like a lot to my journey really, but I ended up losing a load of weight. So I, I've got bipolar disorder as well. And then okay. I, um, they had the discussion with me that living a unhealthy lifestyle would lead to my bipolar disorder getting worse. Sure. So I started to try and eat more healthily and mm. get into a sport because they recommended exercise. And just like naturally, like as you do when you start exercising and eat more nourishing healthy foods and less binging I yeah. did lose a load of weight and uh, and then you get the praise which is yeah. the hard part because I was just doing it for me for my health and my happiness but then people are like oh my god you look amazing and I can see mm-hmm. your abs and like all of this sort of stuff like obsessing over my body and then I started to fall into that and like started I didn't realize at the time I thought I was completely cured from my eating disorder of bulimia but actually I'd fallen into a new one where I was really focused on like never been diagnosed with anything but like focused on restricting food not eating enough eating like in a constant deficit um body checking every single day um weighing myself every single day and I thought I was fine as in like fat percentages and stuff like that Uh, no like taking photos and comparing them to the day before Oh my yeah. God! <laughs> See that reaction, like yeah. in in the CrossFit space, that's kind of normal. Like not every day, but like taking photos in the fitness industry, like taking photos and posting them on your Instagram is a normal thing. But actually, yeah. it was so unhealthy and so bad for me. And um, and I again, I would post these photos and I get all this praise, and I'd be like progress, and I like, put them next to each other, like before mm-hmm. and after, and I get all this praise again. And then I just had so much fear about like putting the weight on, and so I'd restrict, restrict, and I'd still want to lose more weight and they started getting thinner and thinner and um my the big turning point I think was my performance started to decrease and I started to get a bit weaker and I wasn't progressing I didn't really know why um (laughs) and I was massively overtraining as well at the same time right and then um it must have been so I did SAS Who Dares Wins, yeah. went on that. And then after that, so they starved us. I was <laughs> going to say, do they, I've, you're, I've had guests on the podcast before who had, I had a, there's an amazing comedian called Shappy Corsandi who's very open about having like a really horrific history with bulimia. And she'd had it yeah. sorted for ages, a decade plus, and then did I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. And they were oh. starved. And exactly similar to what you're saying is like the compliments when she got out, completely mm. spiraled her regret come ma- yeah. massive regression back into disordered eating it I thankfully I think it's like the most the most toxic well-intended thing of all <laughs> history is people telling people how great they look when they've lost weight when you don't know what the situation oh is and you and what don't happens if that what? person gains weight again like I have done and also like, it's exactly what I mean all of those people look better now <laughs> yeah I prefer you like that like, exactly oh, fuck well Oh, was I not yeah. okay before? Like, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, you're a different person." Like, no, I'm the same person. <laughs> I'm just like my body's changed. Bodies do change. Mm. But yeah, so um, I went on SES and I lost six kilos in the space of two weeks. It was insane. Jesus and then, Christ. but the so what happened? We were on like 800 calories a day or less, and what? we were doing like six hours of exercise. Oh <laughs> so was, that was going to happen. And hardly but, any sleep by the looks of it on that show. As no, well. like, no crap sleep. sleep. No sleep. <laughs> sleep. <laughs> Like sleep deprivation gives you like hang, gives me hangover hunger. Like it gives me yeah, proper, oh. but we had no food to eat, so oh, <laughs> we literally shit. had beans and fish. So um, after that, and this is really important, I think, because this is what happens to a lot of people when they go on really restricted diets. And obviously, ours was just like not intentional. Um, I rebounded and gained ten kilos, and so did virtually everybody that was on the course with us. So we all put on a load of weight, and we were all ravenous. We were all like constantly okay. eating food, and that was actually the reality check for me that being restricted is not healthy and that my body was fighting back and then that's when I started to discover like intuitive eating and kind of looking into what my body actually needed and I had all these fear foods still I met my partner and my partner eats like rice and he would eat mixed vegetables and I was scared of rice in mixed vegetables because rice comes dried and you have to boil it and then how am I supposed to know how many calories are in the boiled portion and I'd be terrified of like (laughs) and then the 
mixed vegetables it's like this they're all different vegetables so how do I track that I couldn't figure out how to track it and then I'm like no this is wrong I shouldn't be thinking about it to that extent I should just be able to eat a bowl of rice and vegetables um so then he started to help me more like eat more intuitively and just eat more like with more freedom yeah um which is really helpful. And at the same time, because of my experience on SESU Deswins, I, uh, I have PTSD and that will rid its head. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> yeah. This is what oh. I'm saying. I've been through too, far too much for one person. Yes. So I, um, had been in a load of abusive relationships and all of that stuff started to come up mm. and I was having uh, panic attacks like every single night, flashbacks, waking up oh, screaming, man. crying, all that sort of stuff. Um, and then, <laughs> so I started to, uh, basically like eat more to kind of heal my emotions in some cases yeah. and then I was reading all these things like actually maybe that's not a bad thing if it does help you at that point and so I just I went into therapy a former PTSD um, and decided to talk to them about all of it at the same time yeah. and they just started to help me like heal the PTSD in a very long it's, it's, a it's very always long so process. long isn't it if only it could yeah. just be one conversation <laughs> exactly uh, yeah but then with that because i had emdr um which was so helpful which is like a, a, a eye movement um desensitization and reprocessing it's so good wow. but as part of that they also delved into all of my <laughs> eating habits and my eating disorders mm. and they were like where did this stem from and kind of helped me fix all of that at the same time <laughs> and so now i'm coming out of it um realizing that i'm more than what my body looks like and i am allowed to do sport just for enjoyment and i don't have to look a certain way and so what that i gained like a fair amount of the weight back because i'm happier and i'm healthier and i'm not restricting mm-hmm. and i'm mentally healthier than i ever have been so yeah yeah <laughs> Congratulations on coming through all of that and coming so far. I mean, it's extraordinary. It's absolutely extraordinary. It's, and it feels it's, like um, a crazy journey. It is. It, it sounds like a crazy journey, but it sounds like yeah. you've weathered it. Like, Yeah, I don't even know how, to be honest. I feel like I'm sitting on the other side of like a massive storm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and get to hopefully feel like you've floated above it and are watching it from somewhere else now. Um, yeah, that is not that there won't be like things that trigger things and it's easier times yeah. than compared to harder times. And I think because of what you're doing with your Instagram as well, it it that's quite can be quite exposing. I think I feel like this sometimes yeah. about that podcast. This podcast, it, it I'm constantly talking about where I'm at with shit <clears> and like it, you're kind of like you're then tied to this message, mm-hmm. um, which is such a brilliant one of like, so yeah. this is what my body looks like. This is what it can do. Yeah. These are my motivations. These are some great things to remember. I mean, it's a, the, if anybody listening does not really follow it, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. And <laughs> I get a lot of people, um, m- I get a lot of people say, where should I start with gym stuff? Because I post way less impressive feats of, um, oh, don't be silly. of uh, physical achievement. To use. But it's, it's not about sense. that. I mean, I'm 38. I, I got my first pull up exactly. recently. <laughs> yes. Was that in the open? I saw yeah. your open. Oh, I'm so excited. It was. That's awesome. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti reflective, scratch resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in house with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hold up. 
I want to talk about the pros and cons of CrossFit because I have a lot of people say to me, where do I yes. start? And these days, I think I, I think anyone can enter a strongman competition. That's a fun thing to do, but it's a bit yeah. dangerous and it's terrifying the yes. niche world. I have done so a strongman competition. Actually. Too, it's so much fun. So fun. <laughs> um, um, and I do think just go, like bloody go for it. But if you, most people don't want to just do that. I think find a, but if, it, uh, it, I'm very privileged. I live somewhere where I can go. I can just Google a strong, mm. a strongman gym, an Olymp- Olympic weightlifting gym. You know, they, those are ways to begin. Um, or, or you yeah. can try and find a PT in a chain gym and tell them you just want to do powerlifting and start with that. But I am increasingly saying to people, if you can find a CrossFit gym, if it's a lovely one, yes. you'll fall in love, um, and you'll get a little go at Definitely. everything. And they should yeah. be if they are true to the brand's apparent ethos. <laughs> I think they're of people of all levels and yes. proudly so. Definitely. I, I would agree with that. I try to encourage people to go to CrossFit because it's yeah. supposed to be inclusive. It's it's supposed to be for all people of all abilities, all levels, all ages. My nan's done CrossFit. She's yes. in her 80s. She was in her 70s when she did it. But so my mum and my dad both did CrossFit. And um, yeah. yeah. And obviously I started when I was like really heavy and I couldn't do a burpee. Like I yeah. started off really, like really big and I found loads of things really hard, but yeah, it was accessible too. for me. I still way. hate burpees. And it still is now. Me too. Yeah. they are horrible yeah. especially when you're tall like really tall but yeah, yeah. it's even harder for tall people apart from yeah. the wall balls and rowing it's frustrating yeah, yeah. I love wall balls and rowing yeah. and the weightlifting but yeah. I think it's a really good way in because then you mm. it shows you all of these possibilities or these things that you might enjoy and then some people do go off to powerlifting or Olympic weightlifting or like strongman or they just really love CrossFit and yeah. I think it's a a really good entry point and on mm. the point with CrossFit being more inclusive and being yeah. true to their message I think I've spoken quite a lot of this um, on my YouTube channel because basically CrossFit some of the CrossFit gyms aren't inclusive and I get messages no, they about them a, a lot of the time yeah. yes and a bit elitist which I yes. don't like um, and the base of my followers are like scaled CrossFit athletes and intermediate CrossFit athletes they're yes. like the 90% that don't go through to quarterfinals yes. um, but I know full well of the reasons 90% <laughs> 90%. Absolutely. That's it's what 90%, drives me mad. Isn't it? You have to be in the top 10, 10% of CrossFitters <laughs> yeah. in, the, in Europe, isn't it? To go through to the yeah. quarterfinals. No, in the, in the world. In the world. In the world. Shut up, <laughs> so 90% of us yeah. just mostly just do it for fun. Yes. We're just there for the community. We just do it. Well, it we're not going to the games. Fun, we don't but care also about that. You get whatever age you are, whatever size you are, whatever anything you are, they should yeah. even be accessible to people with disabilities, all sorts. Absolutely. It's just, it's not then they can be expensive membership yeah prices that vary is an depending issue. on places but there it should it, i think oh maybe we should explain what it is it's like all the classes are coached unless you go to an yeah. open gym session so you all have like a coach there who should be able to tell you a version of every movement that you you can do and then yeah you should be encouraged essentially to just be not stay in your lane is the wrong phrase but like no, you're not you're not just there do to compare your best to anyone you can else do. you yeah, do exactly. best for you and you track your progress and what i think you get i would never have expected to get such an extraordinary sense of achievement as a yeah. grown-up out of something that wasn't even my job yeah or, do you know what <laughs> i mean that's same. not even my bloody job actually and and it's not yeah. a, a normal it's, it's that, isn't it it's like adult yeah. PE yeah. and it, you get those little wins like you've been like really like something called sports day like someone's giving you a medal for something that's what it feels like when you like yeah. PB something you get your first pull up or yeah like some of the some or clean or. Gyms have a bell you can ding dang I you know you we don't have a bell, bell if you get a PB <laughs> yeah, yeah. but the so other good. thing is if you get a nice one then every time even the smallest win happens just pushing yeah. that last rep out mm-hmm. should get a round of applause you'll get like Absolutely. a little insight into why comedians have chosen to do that <laughs> really nice actually having people go well done yes just for turning up it's essentially what you'll get yeah yeah, yeah I've just yeah. worked out why I love it so much <laughs> all the applause break. it basically is your job just yeah. in another setting oh I'm glad you That's would great. recommend it too because I think sometimes there are elements yeah. I get pissed off I think so every year in CrossFit they have a competition called the Open which is what we were referring to when we we're talking about if you make it through to quarterfinals and stuff like that and anyone can enter and everyone is encouraged to enter and it's fun and it should be part of the community spirit of your um, gym or box as CrossFitters calls their, call their gyms but on the forms to fill in in there that got on my tits they, they, they 
ask for your height and your weight and there's oh, stuff yeah. in there that I don't think they realize well they can't realize or it wouldn't be there how triggering it is but it says mm. um are you someone who trains once a week and it goes right through to like oh. every day. How many rest Do you have to you fill having? it in? You don't have to fill it in. Oh, okay. Not to fill I've it not in. filled that in for years no, because I no. started doing CrossFit in 2016. So oh, I've just yeah, left okay. my old stats up. Um, but I didn't realise all that was, it was still, still being asked. There, so where that's it's like, probably and they even say raise. things like, how many cheat days do you have? It's like, oh no, me, that language is toxic as fuck. Yeah, yeah, I should email them. Let's both email them and see if it Let's does email anything. Them. <laughs> it might do. I think yeah. it. I think they are trying to be more inclusive. I think they're trying really, really hard. Yes. And I think they've noticed that there are some gyms that are a bit elitist. And that I think that a lot of the, this is something I've talked about quite a bit, is the CrossFit media tends to focus on the proper elite athletes and the people that are higher up and this yeah. is the point is they they're the 10 percent or less yeah. and we are the 90 percent. and yeah. if like no business like completely ignores focus more on how do we help the rest of the people that are doing crossfit and that are doing it just yeah. for enjoyment and for the love of it um, which is what they should have been doing the whole time but i think it's just it's easy to get sucked up in the oh these elite athletes are amazing everybody yeah. look at them and wouldn't it be great to have six pack abs and all of these rippling muscles but that isn't achievable for most of the population because no. we've got regular jobs and families and lives and maybe we don't actually want that no. <laughs> they all eat loads and I've just done a whole video on um, Sarah Sigmund's daughter because she <sighs> eats 3,000 calories a day and she's amazing yes. she's really struggled with body image issues Did before she? yeah I had no idea but I mm. listened to another podcast that she was on and like started reading researching and she was always like wanting to be skinny she only started doing exercise to get thinner so she could get herself a boyfriend which is so oh, heartbreaking oh god it's so heartbreaking it's like, <laughs> like route one heartbreaking so yeah and she was gonna quit crossfit if she got neck muscles which was oh, so sad no. she really didn't want to be muscly she wanted to like uh basically be as strong as she could but have no muscles at all and it was just, like looking at her now she's amazing and she looks for context this woman looks like an um she's jacked an Avenger yeah yeah. Looks like you'd, uh, someone's drawn a cartoon of the strongest woman yeah. you've ever seen it's the fittest she's literally she's amazing. extraordinary in both senses of the word body, yeah you can imagine yeah, yeah. fuck up it's mad isn't it so even people of that level struggled yeah. with the similar issues that we struggle with so Bizarre. well also yeah. I think we've got work to Sounds do around surprising. the confines of femininity and absolutely perceptions around muscularity and femininity have you seen Encanto? Yes, of course I have. Oh my God. <laughs> so uh, excuse my teacher, <laughs> one of the kids at school the other day said that she, he was like, are you like Louisa? <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> Biggest yes. compliment, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like that, she's my goal. I want to be like her. Like I, I don't care about every everyone else's like goals in fitness. Like yeah. I want to be as strong as I can. And I don't care about looking any other certain way other than <sighs> just being hench <laughs> yes hench indeed um yeah i'm even jealous of her the incredible work-life balance that she achieves towards the end of the film sorry for the spoilers yeah. <laughs> um, yeah she can pick up loads of donkeys and stuff she's amazing my six-year-old son that's it's it's not his favorite song annoyingly the um her one the bruno um, one is, yeah. <laughs> yeah but he's got the there's a bit where she just knocks some rocks over with her hips yes. and he um he likes to put chairs next to him and recreate that and knock that's chairs so cool. to the sides with his he's got good hip he's got good hip dancing um they had to really fight to make her muscular in that which is shocking isn't that like they wanted up? to make her look like a normal person but like just be really strong and it's like no like i was really disappointed with um wonder woman when she's mm. like she looks amazing she does look strong but i wanted her to be massive <laughs> like yeah. i wanted you know like the cartoons <laughs> that look like bodybuilders yeah. yeah like with the massive quads and the big biceps and give I us some massive yeah quads give us some yeah. get some traps on her <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> i think we need more like female more role models that look like yeah. that in, in yeah. the real world to look up to I totally. and I think having Louisa on Encanto is going to like change the world <laughs> because you've got all I these girls growing is. up that see that and they're like I want to be like her and you I really might cool. have been on your Instagram I saw it but the woman who illustrated Louisa was saying that um that Disney really ballsed up and like totally expected the popularist the most that's not a word the most popular <laughs> character to be the her sister who makes flowers yes and um, so they didn't make any merch of Louisa and then no. Louisa's been the smash hit character that all the kids are obsessed with yeah um, so they've had to quickly sort of panic make a load of hench merch it's crazy yeah <laughs> 
Well, yeah. it's kids amazing. Save yeah. the world. <laughs> yes, come yeah. on, kids. Oh um, my god! On that note, actually, I've got um, as a subscriber to my YouTube. She's two, and her every night she asks if she can. Uh, she says, "Can I watch the gym?" <laughs> and then she she watches me on YouTube before she goes to bed. I love because it because she just wants to watch people at the gym, women, strong women at the gym. Oh yeah, and she wants to be like me when she's older, like tough and strong. And her mum does CrossFit as well, and she just wants to see what her mum goes away to do when she goes away in the evening to do a CrossFit class. I love it. How cool! I is love that? <laughs> I love these kids growing up with strong. Yeah women in their vision point that wasn't there when i was growing up i'm older than you i'm sure but i have like they you would no there wasn't any well wasn't social media so you wouldn't be looking for it there and there was never anything on like you'd have jeff capes like picking up an atlas stone every christmas but that there wouldn't be any women doing it it's the first year they ever televised the women's like ultimate women strong women was this year and even that it was on quite a niche channel um yeah. but we're running out of time i haven't asked you any of my normal questions oh. it's been too bloody interesting sorry sorry um, no i'm sorry <clears throat> i also still want to ask about do you think you can detach a relationship from eating with a relationship from exercise that's a um one, isn't it yeah that is complicated i i try and think about it is that i need to feel my body and yeah. that i it's, it's not detached from me i i have to because i sometimes i struggle with not eating like when i had um covid i uh, lost my taste and really oh. struggled with my eating disorder again and basically stopped eating and it was it was really hard um but thankfully i've got like meal prep um like i get meals shipped to me and i just made the commitment to start eating those because yeah. i made a, an agreement with myself that if I eat my meals then I can go and train like I've got a gym in the garage and then obviously when I can start again because my taste didn't come back for weeks Um, so even after I was not COVID positive anymore I still had no taste so yeah but I have to I have to think of it that I'm I'm fueling myself to do CrossFit so Uh, but yeah, so I'm not sure if I can ever really detach it because I feel like if I did, I wouldn't eat enough. It's interesting, isn't it? I have to have a word with myself yeah. and about overtraining because I do mm. feel very addicted. Oh, also, I'll do it, it to avoid... Well, like, I'll choose it over things I'm meant to be doing for work, which is a very silly thing yeah. to say out loud, but I've done it now. Um, <laughs> like, I'll choose it. I want to be there. It brings me incredible yeah. joy. So I have to weigh yeah. up. I, don't, I still don't think I've slipped back into going, I'm going so that I can have that big dinner. That's still, no. thank God, not where my head's at anymore. Like I'm That's way, good. thankfully for now, way past that. But I have wobbles when I get compliments on my body having changed. And I hear a voice still that goes, you can skip breakfast tomorrow if you want. Rather than, yeah. like, rather than, well, do you want to wait? I you know, feel at breakfast. I... One thing yeah, that's really good that's is even so if hard. that, even if that, if I was tempted to listen to that voice, it would be utterly pointless for me. Yeah. Because I've tried by accident through busyness training on an empty tum because it, it's shit. You're shit. Yeah, you don't get anything so out of shit. it. You literally need no. to put. It's like trying to drive a, an, a car with an empty tank. Like you can't do it. For yeah. Me. Um, no, me neither. So you've got. So in a way, it's that's very positive, isn't it? You're like you need to fuel the body to do the work, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think sometimes I have to make, I, I tread a very fine, tight rope between the bit of me that goes, it's bringing you so much joy, take joy where there is joy. And the bit of me that mm. goes, you're going a lot. Like that's a lot of yeah. your life that you're there for. Is that where your priorities are? And uh, at the moment it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fine um, if that's the case. Yeah. I, I think mean, it's in investigating the, future, the reasons it turns out why that you're my doing next show really. that I'm meant to be writing now is a big pile of shit and a massive flop. I might go back and re-edit this episode <laughs> and not like make it really <laughs> obvious what I was doing instead of writing the show. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fine. Okay, great. Let's get into some silly questions. <laughs> um, um, uh, have you ever eaten food... Um, Intended for a pet? <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, no. Okay, good for you. Um, if there was no other view, um, do I get to ask them back? <laughs> yes, of course you do. I don't think I've ever. I've never consciously. I've never consciously in um, a pet, a dog, or cat food. Um, but I do have to say, it's less repulsive now to me than it yeah. was as a kid I think they've made it really bougie and Ooh. I don't think cats and dogs know how good they got it probably um, 
Um, um, if there was no other option, would you eat a person? Um, like on a desert island under the world. Yeah, yeah. probably. I yeah, grew up on a farm, so and I think I've, I've eaten as a weird thing. So <gasps> I don't know. I couldn't kill someone. I think I've eaten dog, like not on purpose. I love yeah. dogs, but I was in Asia and I ate yeah. some brown meat that was. Yeah. I looked at what dog meat looks like, and that was it. So okay. <laughs> probably that. And I've eaten yeah. scorpions and bugs and insects and all sorts. Were of any stuff. of them delicious? Yeah, most of them. Really? I really like crickets. Crickets are really nice. There's a company in the UK called Eat Grub and they do really nice seasoned piri piri flavoured crickets. Um, Amazing. I know. They're like crisps, but they, you get like the odd legs to cut your mouth through with. Wow. And then, well, yeah. it's the future, isn't it? Exactly. And I love like offal and like growing up on a farm, obviously, we ate like They're kidney great. and heart and all that sort of stuff. So Big fan over here Not of whole carcass butchery. I think yeah. we're eat them, we should eat all of them. Yeah. Get involved um, and get over any squeamery around it, shouldn't we really? I think that's yeah. a really cool thing about everyone I know that grew up on a farm has got a really cool attitude towards, <laughs> well, a reverence for animals actually, really. Yeah. 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 Um, well, we grew up on a free range farm and it was oh, always wow. taught that you like eat all of the animals and all our sheep were like they were mutton by the time they were like salt for meat or yeah. whatever um yeah and it was always like you even like down to like boiling the carcass of stock and yeah, yeah. All, mm. all of the animal <laughs> i love it yeah um five second rule yes or no what does that mean if you've dropped something and you go, oh, oh yes. I'd pick it back up. <laughs> I thought you meant like the game. There's a game called Five Second Rule. Absolutely. I'd like probably go 10 or 20 seconds. Just blow it. Blow any of the stuff off it. <laughs> Glorious. Terrible person. You, you mentioned that you've got a, a Cadbury's Cream Egg, a Cadbury's Cream Egg um, fanship, fan membership. Yes. Membership yeah. of the fat fan club. Um, so I need to, I have to ask you, how do you eat your one of them then? Oh, a bite the top off first. Then so lick out the inside. Head or bum? Oh, the skinny top. Right, skinny top. Yeah. Like, like you would off. crack an egg. Yeah. Okay. And then just oh, okay. lick out the inside. Okay, cool. And so then quite the best of it in my the mouth. Top, then. Or have you got a tiny tongue? <laughs> no. <laughs> I do have a tiny tongue. Actually. Do you? Yeah. No, so I used tongue. to have my tongue pierced. Um, but they, when I, they pierced my tongue, they told me it was too short to pierce and they oh, only no. just got it out. <laughs> so, oh, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, it doesn't come out very far. <laughs> It's really inappropriate, but I really want to look at it. <laughs> no, no, look, look. Oh, yeah, it, it doesn't come out, out very far. No. Okay. It just pierced the end bit, <laughs> but yeah. it's not pierced anymore. So, yeah, I do have a small tongue. And then eat the rest of it, like, whole crack it in half. <laughs> okay, great. So, sorry. Talk. Yeah, I got carried away with the tongue thing. So, bite the top <laughs> off, tongue in, and then crack it in half. One, two. Yeah, no, put the whole thing in my mouth and then crack it off. Yes! And, and then, then just, just like, the... get it to the yeah. sides. No, it's already Sorry, in there. Like, it's just... already in there. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm I love the mouth like that. Yeah. Sorry, I'm miming along. If you're listening, you can't um, talk though if you do it that way. No, you can't. But that's part of the joy of it, isn't it? I'm sorry. Exactly. I'm afraid I'm busy focusing on this lovely <laughs> time. Oh, Merry Easter to everyone. <laughs> Say scrumdiddlyumptious. No. And then you can be in my podcast. Scrumdiddlyumptious. Time and sleep have a massive fallout and it's a fucking nightmare. They won't talk to each other and both impose sanctions, which mean no one's allowed to sleep at all. It's fine at first, apart from anyone with kids. And some people say, all right, I'll have a big piss up or a big drug up. And then they're the first to lose it because they can't sleep it off. And um, at first everyone goes mental. And then we realise it's the moodiest apocalypse anyone has ever dreamt of, <laughs> ever. Everybody's killing each other it's awful and they're being lunatic so grumpy time and sleep agree to make up but only if you and when it does have to be you bethany fold a million trillion jumpers into perfect oblongs all whilst doing an impression with your tongue of a tap drip dripping in a big empty tiled room like this So that no one can pass you any sustenance. It sounds impossible, but you do it. You're a hero. You go down Yay. in history as the woman who saved all of us from the horriblest, the pissiest, eggiest, arsiest apocalypse in history. Um, your award is the adulation of all people for all time. You see your Wikipedia page is set in rock solid gold, platinum, everything. Amazing. Um, but your award in the moment, and bearing in mind the folding of jumpers took bloody ages and you couldn't get any snacks in because of the old um, noise making. <laughs> so um, you're fucking hungry. 
And yeah. so you couldn't be happier and you couldn't be hungrier. It's the opposite of a last meal because this is a joyful thing. You're starving. You want to be there. I want to know if you were the happiest and hungriest you can imagine being. I'd love to know what you would eat, what you would drink and who with and where if if there is a who with and where. And this is a fantasy situation. So it goes without saying I couldn't give a fuck about ethics. Health can get fucked. Consequences, any of that. It's a fan. None yeah. of these things, none of these answers even have to be possible things. You can make up a gibberish word for all I care. Um, the people can be dead. The people can be celebrities. I don't care. I don't care. Um, and I also, the final caveat is me and everybody listening understands this is only your answer now. And if I asked you even in 10 minutes time, you might give a different answer. Oh. Gosh, that's hard. Sorry. That's okay. I made like the most amazing salmon salad with like mm. sweet potato chunks that were like fried and then mm. um, like toasted. What are those pistachio nuts? Not pistachios. You know the nuts you put on salad? The really expensive ones. That, that's what I'd have. And then. Pine nuts. Pine nuts, yes. yes. Toasted pine nuts. I got it from really sauce. expensive actually. I was going to say cashew, yeah. but really expensive. It's got to be pine. Four pound for a little bag. <laughs> yeah, so expensive. Those. Um, yeah, and then the sweet potatoes, obviously carbs, so I need carbs. But yeah. like not just one salmon fillet, like two salmon fillets, obviously. Yeah. Um, drink, probably a coffee, because I don't drink alcohol. And right. you know, I just have that feeling of a nice coffee after you've done some hard work. Yeah, and lovely. at home with my dog and my partner, I think. Oh, that's <laughs> nice that at that. home with your dog. Oh, yes, please. Yeah. Oh, and chocolate. There would have to be also yeah. chocolate. Happy's cream egg or... Mm, I know, I think the, the the dairy milk, what are they called, with the popping candy? Oh, Marvellous something ma- magical. Yeah, Marvellous Creations. Marvellous Creations. It's <laughs> my go-to. Yes. Oh, next time, I, every time I see them now, I'm going to think of you, those chocolates. <laughs> it is, like, those are like my personality in a chocolate bar, <laughs> if that it. makes any sense. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Um, thank you so much for doing my silly podcast. That's all right, it was great. It was lovely to be on it. <laughs> Mmm, delicious. What a brilliant guest um, and what a thing to do to put yourself out there in the world as the thing you needed um, 20 years ago. Um, Brilliant. If you're not already, even if you're not interested in um, weightlifting or sport at all, um, just for the love of um, an excellent attitude to self, to movement, to eating, follow her. Um, follow Bethany on Instagram. She is at sportybethcf. Follow us. We're on there and on Twitter as at the Hoovering Pod. I'm on there too at Jessica Foster Q. Um, come and see Hoovering live at the Mac Comedy Festival in Wales on the first of May. That is looming fast. Um, and even more so, please come and see me on tour. I'm a stand-up. If you didn't know, um, my new show is going to be called Wench, and tickets are on sale now, including a giant London date and dates being added all the time. If you've got spare money and could support this podcast financially, go to Acast Supporter or Patreon. Links, as ever, are in the podcast notes, both to everything I've just said in this little goodbye and everything interesting that Bethany and I mentioned throughout the podcast. Um, yes, I've put a link to a Boost chocolate bar. Of course I have. There might be people listening in Kazakhstan who've never heard of a Boost let alone a liquidised boost squidged into pulp and suckled like a gel sachet. What a feeling, what a thought. What a... I, I mean, it's emotional, isn't it? Um, anything longer than a tweet to send me or links to buy tickets to see uh, live hooverings or stand-up are all available on my website, jessicafosterq.com. Huge thanks to Acast for hosting the podcast. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until in two weeks... Happy hoovering. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. 
Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.